Hello and welcome back to the 303 podcast. My name is Ollie Fawcett, founder and creative director at 303. And I'm Jamie Vaughan, co-owner and director of 303. This is the podcast where we talk to you about all things entrepreneurship, business, marketing and life at 303. For those that don't know, 303 is a creative digital agency that creates and distributes content for the curious and the ambitious. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to 303 Radio. I'm by myself this week. There is no Jamie. It's just me, Ollie. I'm by myself, all alone. Don't have my sparring partner or my comrade or my associate or my work wife, whatever you want to call him. He is not here today. So in the effort to try and keep this podcast moving forward and releasing episodes, I'm by myself and we're going to do something a little bit different. Sam, who helps produce this podcast and also films it for LinkedIn and YouTube, He's going to ask me a couple of questions that we've pulled together through the team. I have not read these questions, so my answer is going to be a bit honest. It's going to be about everything to do with 303, everything to do about about our industry, and also apparently about me as well. So Sam's going to ask him for behind the camera. I'm going to give you my opinions. Question number one: What is it like to manage a company at a young age? It is difficult. It is definitely challenging. Um, Being young not having all the experience that a 35-year-old owner would have or a 40-year-old owner have obviously has its trials and tribulations. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a challenge, and that's why I love it because it's it's every week is there's something new. There's always something we're battling with and trying to work out, and there's amazing high moments and there's amazing low moments as well. So, yeah, I mean, I would say it's challenging, but I like it. Next. Yeah. Same age as me. Um, interesting one. I actually get asked this quite a lot by just like friends and family or just people that I meet. Um, it is originally when you when I first started, it was difficult to um, manage people who are either older than me or at the same age. Um, I think the one thing I did or realised early on is to try and show that I'm in it. We're all in it together, and I will kind of run into battle at the front. Um, as much as I can. Um, I think showing that you're up for the hard work, you're up for the kind of the hard times and you'll also be there for the good times means that you show that you're willing to sort of sacrifice yourself. And I think um, that shows people around you that, you know, you're trying to be the leader um, and you're accountable for the times where it's a bit more tricky and you're also there to share the kind of congratulations when things are going really well. So, it is, it is difficult. I, I was always very cautious of it, even when we first started out. Um, I tried to make sure people knew that, you know, if I'm going to make a decision, I will be accountable for it um, and I will support the decision that will be made. Um, but yeah, still learning obviously so much about it, but it's um, it's definitely tricky. But it's um, we're very fortunate to have an amazing team who really listen and, and respect the fact that um, I'm running 303. Yep. <laughs> so for those that don't know I don't spend a lot of time um, out on shoots or working on projects I mainly um, spend my time working on 303 um, as a business but obviously if I am involved in creative I'm involved at a very top level um, back when I very first started I used to edit like all the time obviously like I was editing shooting running a business you know from from the very beginning um, which was fun and like I think I know I'm only 25 now, but when I was sort of like 19, 20, I think I had a lot more 
like I still have so much energy I think do I have energy Sam um I think like that was like he kind of was a bit of a blur I think now like there's so many more interesting things of running a business that I like do day to day um that I'm really enjoying um and I still get to be involved in the creative process but to be honest I just like seeing people like Sam and the rest of our creative team just evolve and grow I do still occasionally itch to get on the keys but I try not to do that too much Fucking hell. Um, I feel like I'm quite good at splitting those two parts of my brain up a little bit. I think when I'm being creative, well, actually, I would say this is all very egotistical at this point, but like I would say my approach to running a business is creative. I think about things differently to how, let's say, Jamie would. Um, he's super creative, but the way we think about problems or decisions or whatever it might be, you know, he makes some massive decisions as a managing director and you know, I think the way we think about that stuff is always different. Um, I think having more of a creative background means that your approach to running a business is going to be different. But um, I'm able to kind of turn it off and turn it on. Do you think I turn it off and turn it on a little bit, Sam? Yeah, there we go. So I'm able to switch it around. Um, but I like the fact that I'm a creative at heart because I think that offers a lot more to the team in terms of advice and direction and and actually useful feedback um as opposed to not knowing anything about creative and then obviously i have a digi background as well so i can input there um which means you know hopefully i'm a good asset to the team is that right sam good it's really inflating my ego this episode isn't it god mm-hmm three Is this 2020 or is this this time last year? I would say within like the last calendar. So in 2020? Um, three most important things. I think it's patience. I gained, I think I gained more patience in 2020 because of the pandemic and because of, you know, seeing the results of like five, six years worth of patience waiting for the moment to really expand and grow like we are now for so long I thought I, I think I understood patience more than I ever have done before um I think trusting trusting the team is a big one for me like I learned I've learned to really trust and let go um and then the last one is three most important things so patience trusting the team I think I think there's a bit of like I don't I don't know a third one. I would maybe say like the third one would be like being being super open. Like my relationship with Jamie is obviously we are very close. We're both running a company effectively together. I think you know the ability to be open and talk with people around you is really important in your personal life, in your work life, whatever it might be. You know, I wouldn't be able to succeed as much as I do without my family, my friends around me. Um, but especially like with Jamie, you know, we, we talk about so much together and the ability to open up to each other is, is really important. Emotional shit there. So I'm ADHD, dyslexic and full of energy. Do you think I've got a daily routine? No. Yeah, okay. I actually think the only thing I do religiously, this is going to be really wanky. The only thing I think I do every single day 
I honestly don't think I've, I, I've tried it so many times. It just doesn't work. The The only thing I do is I try and, I try and clean like my air, my work area and my house, my flat, my, where I live um, every day. I feel like if you're not clean, you're not tidy, you can't be productive. But I don't really have a daily routine. I obviously brush my teeth and have a shower, but apart from that, not a lot. Jamie. Uh, yeah, I think Jamie, like my partner, my girlfriend, I rely on a lot. To be honest, I think when I'm stressed, like, I, I don't know, I've, I've done this, I make myself sound old here, like we're only just getting started, but I've done, I've run a business for a long time now in various different forms and sizes. And like for a long time, it was just, just me. Um, so the the kind of stress factor, like I know a lot of people, especially online, talk about opening up and mental health and all that sort of thing. But like, I'm quite comfortable working stuff out by myself and being stressed by myself because I'm very used to that. And I feel I enjoy working those problems out internally. Obviously, I talk to like my girlfriend, I talk to Jamie, I talk to my family occasionally. But to be honest, like I, I tend to work out a lot of stuff by myself. Um purely because I like the problem solving aspect of things I like working that stuff out and I enjoy that thing but I mean I get stressed all the time everyone gets stressed it's it's more like I'm comfortable I'm comfortable being stressed in a weird way I kind of enjoy it which is a bit weird might be like American Psycho we're probably not the agency for you Average age in our office is 25, 26. Um, I started it when I was 17 and still at school. I would think if you're going into social, digital, creative, it's a very young industry. I grew up using most of the pl- all the platforms that we now operate on. I still use them every day. Um, I've probably taken the most amount of photos, more than a lot of our clients have in terms of con- Excuse me, creating content. I would say that like as much as we might be young you know you've really got to look into like the experience and the time like I've spent a long time doing this a lot of our team have but also what we've achieved in that time you know how much we've grown in even a year is a lot um so I think in terms of our age like age doesn't matter it never really has for us we're very open about it if you ever see me in a meeting you'll see that I'm a look like a child and dress like a child um but yeah if 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 age if age really bothers, I don't necessarily think we'll be the agency for you, in a way. What would you say to somebody who says marketing doesn't work? <laughs> Call me. <laughs> uh, I I don't. I mean, well, any like someone on the street just says marketing doesn't work. Yeah, or any conversation. Uh, I would say you're wrong. Um, I would also say like any, like anything they are wearing at the time, hopefully they're clothed and, um, you know, hopefully like there's, there's, there's not just a madman running around in the street. Um, like if you're clothed, if you have anything in your pockets, if you have anything in your house, if you have anything anywhere, you've been influenced by marketing at some point. So the style, the way you dress, what clothes you wear, like, yes, you might have be wearing just white t-shirt and jeans but there's a reason why you're wearing a white t-shirt and jeans like marketing influences from 
a white t-shirt on a catwalk to where it is now in general circulation it's all influenced by marketing and the way things are presented to us so everyone's in being influenced by marketing i think if i met that person like if, if you said that to me i would be able to prove to you that you've been influenced by marketing very quickly so i would say like as much as i wouldn't say they're wrong because everyone's entitled to their opinion um i would say they're wrong Yeah. Hmm. It's a very good question. That. Um, I, don't know, I think it can be. I think it can be used for good. Obviously, um, economies, charities, everyone's lives, jobs. You know, there are lots of elements of the good side of marketing. I think they are given. I think the bad side. You know, there's a lot of things like, you know, the mental health angles, uh, fashion, body confidence, makeup, those departments and stuff like, you know, I, I'm not an expert there. I, would, I wouldn't really want to comment, but I can imagine that there are some elements that are a little bit more kind of aggressive in their marketing things that maybe shouldn't be the case. Um, I'm kind of dotting around that a little bit because I don't I don't feel like I'm experienced or well versed in that area to, to comment on it. But Look, I mean, marketing is so powerful that it has an extremely high influence, like influencers as well, you know, they are extremely powerful. Like, look how powerful the Kardashians are. Like, they've got incredible influence over demographics and industries and people. Um, I think with power becomes risk of being good or bad. So I think um, anything that's powerful, marketing is powerful, there's always going to be opportunity that people take advantage of that. So, um, yeah, I mean... I think there's always two sides to those things. I think people always take advantage of 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 something that's powerful, and I think marketing is extremely powerful. Good answer to that. You happy with that? What is your favorite part of the creative process? My favorite part of the creative process, in terms of like an idea. No, no, I, I wouldn't say it would be. Is this like editing a piece of content or is it just like any creative thing? I think the beginning is always the most exciting bit where like you're working out what it's going to be, whether you're concepting a campaign or you're developing a, this one asset um, that you're working on in, in within a campaign. I just think like whatever, whatever the end goal is, that initial phase where like it could be anything and it could turn into anything, I, I always get really excited by. Um, yeah, I think it, looking more detailed into like the more videography and photography side of things, I always enjoy the kind of like initial capture of the of the visuals. Um, getting that shot and seeing like that's going to look sick or whatever it might be, that was always my favourite bit. But I don't get to do that any, anymore. I just get to think of the big ideas and then the amazing team go and put them together. <laughs> no, no, it is for all the wrong reasons. All right, Canva, I'm very sorry, but you are full of shit. Canva is just a very well-marketed version of Photoshop and it's limited. If you want to get good and even better than what Canva does, it's, la it's a lazy person's Photoshop. That's my that's my thing. I think it's on the rise because human beings are lazy. They want things that are convenient. They want things that are going to happen quickly. That's Canva. 
if you get into Canva too deep, you don't know how to use Photoshop and then you can't actually grow. So invest in Photoshop and other various platforms before would be my opinion. Hashtag fuck Canva. My favourite cinematic sequence from like a film. Oh, shit. Okay. You're going to have to cut through because I'm going to have to think about it a second. Okay, yeah, I've got it. Have you seen Kong Skull Island? Do you know the bit? Do you know the bit I'm going to talk about? Do you know what I'm going to talk about? Yeah. Of all films ever. That's my, that's my third favourite film. My, my favourite film is Ocean's Eleven. Kung Skull Island is number two. What was the third one? Oh, Skyfall. Skyfall second, Kong third. I have a terror for like someone who's meant to be creative. My film days is so like mainstream. I'm not into that like wanky like Quentin Tarantino bullshit. I want like quick, fast paced, over in two hours, and then to then to sleeps. Um, my favorite cinematic sequence I would say would be from that film. And if we're playing the video here, you know the bit where he, like, there's a gas mask and then, like, the gas explodes because someone shoots it or gets too hot. Tom Hiddleston picks up the thing, pulls out the samurai sword and slices through the bats. Colour is so sick. And I've also, like, been nerded out and seen the original, like, storyboard for it. And it's the same. I really like it. You knew I was going to have a shit answer of that, didn't you? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> what were you expecting? Blade Runner. I also like any montage in a film. I love a mon montage, especially in musical films. Like, have you seen the Footloose remake? I like, good montage in there. I'm all about it. Love a montage in a film. I live for the montages. With camera tech getting better and smaller, do you still need to turn up to shoot for big cameras? Yeah, because I will keep on saying this point. An iPhone. Okay, just just think about it. An iPhone, or like the camera we're filming on now, Sam put a photo up on the screen. For those listening, massive camera, probably weighs about five kilograms, very big, you know, decent camera. Yes, like you can get 4K, it, it, but it comes down to marketing. Again, like Apple, Samsung, all those brands are incredibly good at marketing themselves to say that this camera that we're filming on now is the same as this camera here on this phone. These cameras are amazing, like better than they'll ever be. I actually don't think they can get much better, making a big claim. I think they are getting close to where they'll ever be able to be for a bit of time, you know, like in terms of the evolution of technology. But like there are so many things that you cannot do on this. Yes, it shoots in 4K and we're shooting in 4K now, but that's just one element of cinematography. So um, to answer the question, no, there will always be a need for big cameras. In terms of social distribution, iPhone, user-generated content, user-generated, yeah, user-generated content, sorry. Um, there was always a need for it, and it works very well, but you do need a big, fat camera sometimes. What would you be doing if you weren't at 303? What do you mean, weren't at 303? Oh, <laughs> what do you mean, at 303? You know I can't get fired. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I'd be a chef. I really like cooking food. I think I'd be a chef, or at least trying to be a chef. I would probably own another business. Um, I don't think I'm very employable. My CV would be terrible. 
Um, I'd probably try and own another company. Just, I think I'll at least try to. But um, yeah, maybe like a chef or something like that. That'd be a bad one. When I say chef, it could be like a wimpy chef. I'd be good at that. Next question. Um, don't really know where I was like influenced to want to run a business. I think for me, like many people know my story about struggling at school and as many people did and not enjoying that aspect of life. Um, I feel like I just, I, proving someone wrong is a very cliche thing to say, but for me, like, I just think it's the most amazing thing to be able to own a business. Like, I just think it's incredible. Like at 25 to run a company is, is is you know a new thing even for our generation so for me i just like the opportunity that's around myself and our team and our business is, is just so big um and i think in my earlier life when i got the opportunity to see what it could be that was enough to motivate the fuck out of me make sure i still like it Unfortunately, the one day that I don't like this, it will not exist much. Big claim, I know. There's elements of running a business that always change. No, but there is. Like, the day that I hate this, I won't be here. Like, yeah, you have stressful days. Yeah, there's days where you don't want to work. Like, of course. But the day that I really turn around to myself and say, I hate my job, I can't. I won't be able to do it. Like, the only reason why 303 has got to where it is is because me and now Jamie, we love our jobs. We love what we're doing. We want it to be hard. We want it to be different. We want to push and push and push and, and develop a brand and a business that we would turn around and one day go, we've almost made it. I don't think you ever really make it. That's a slightly different topic. But yeah, I think as long as I like it, I'll it will, I'll be motivated because um, slightly self-centered thing to say, I only do what I want to do in, in some aspects. I know that's a very like spoiled brat thing to say in some way but like i just i can't be what i didn't wasn't good at school because i didn't like it that's the only reason just didn't do it i didn't like it i didn't enjoy it didn't give me the satisfaction i was looking for whereas running a company working with amazing brands producing the content having a wicked team i enjoy that so i'll i'll always be here don't worry sam i still like it I actually wouldn't. Spelling the company name wrong was probably the best thing I could have done. Big claim. Um, are we talking about time travel <laughs> or are we talking about advice to my fu- my past self? Because time travel legit wouldn't change anything because I think we, if anything, I'd try and make more mistakes in terms of like learn quicker um, would be the one thing I would do, but I wouldn't change much going back in time where we first began it's like the reason you know we we've existed for so long because of the first few years of the company i was learning i was practicing you know i was developing our products i was the product so i had a lot of time to learn which means by the time i finished learning we were a business um so yeah i wouldn't change a lot um don't worry about making mistakes if you can take as many risks as early on as possible, 
because they will make you grow quicker, um, even if they go wrong. Um, and just only do it if you really like it. Like, if you don't like it, don't do it. My favourite part of 303? Ever? Your favourite thing about 303? The water bottles? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my favourite part of 303 is the weekly, if not daily, progress. Like, we are developing, like, and I know this is super, like, oh, 303 is the best thing ever, but it is just, like, growing so fast people are growing so much like sam we've known each other for ages you've grown so much everyone's just developing and growing every day every day we're getting better every day we're finding something new every day is a new exciting task that we have to kind of like figure out um i think 303 is progressing so well and in such a nice way it's natural and not forced and we're pushing it and you know the progression I look back at the last three weeks and we're a different company because we've taken that next step. Um, and I think that's felt throughout the whole company as well, that we are on the way to where we all want to be. Um, but we just keep pushing. We just keep going on. We do our thing. Are we done? Some Have you got any extra questions? Bonus round question? Bonus question. Bonus question. Go. Cool. And thanks so much for watching uh, this and listening to this podcast. Please don't forget to leave us a comment down below. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, please do give us a rating. Make sure you subscribe and please do leave a comment down below. We do read the comments because there's only a few of them. So you can stand out nice and easily. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Everything is listed down below. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. I hope you have a lovely day, week, night, whenever you're listening to this and I'll see you very soon.